Well, hold on, hold on. We have breaking news here. Rihanna's pregnant? Dude, yes, man. She's pregnant. Damn. 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 I lost my chance. Right? It should have been me, not him! <laughs> nah, keep it, well, let's keep it real. I mean, ASAP Rocky deserves it more than pretty much any man on Earth. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, you know, I'm just, I'm happy for them, you know, like, actually. It's a sexy it, man, it's... dude. It's a sexy woman. It's going to be a sexy-ass baby. Pause. Bro, that is very pause, man. Especially during this uh, this trial with Galastine. <laughs> Bro, <laughs> the fuck you say your name? <laughs> <laughs> the Galastine? You mean Ghislaine? Man, yeah, yeah, that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, I I misspoke. That the the you know Rihanna <laughs> Rihanna's Rihanna's very attractive. ASAP Rocky's very attractive. They're gonna have a very healthy and nice baby. All right, that's what I'll say. That's all I'll say. I don't want to be roped in with Ghislaine, okay? I'm not trying to <laughs> I'm not trying to get roped into the trial here as a co-conspirator, okay? I have nothing to do with her. I only met really? her once in 1995 briefly at a party. <laughs> That's a, explain the photos then. <laughs> Me with the ski mask on. <laughs> Just like looking around in like 1994, like, like <laughs> before it's my own birthday. It's a picture of you standing next to her with Jeff. Is that Trump? And Bill Gates? <laughs> That's all of it. Yeah, we were all hanging out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, that's that's crazy. I didn't know that was true. You kept saying that as a soundtrack. I didn't. I thought you just made that up. But um, No, dude. It's It literally just broke like three minutes ago. Nice. I mean, I was just talking about um, a little while ago with a friend about uh, the, the things that I would do like to be with Rihanna. Like, like, like with normal women, right? Um, not Rihanna women, like, you know, uh, Rihanna excluded women, um, women in the real world, you only put up with a certain amount of shit, right? I mean, like if they're, you know, they lash out at you, they do this, that, the other thing you kind of put up, you you don't, you don't put up with it, you know, but for Rihanna, it's like, I would put up with pretty much everything. I decided that I'd put up with pretty much everything except for cheating, like being cucked and like her, like cult, like separating me from my family, like not allowing me to contact them. Anything else is fair game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude, I'd let her roll blood on my head, like <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. Oh, and oh. abuse. Yeah, I wouldn't want to get beat up. Um, but yeah, anything else. She wants to yell. She wants to, you know, tell me to be here at this certain point in time. I would be like, absolutely, like whatever you need. Mm-hmm. Oh, you need me to go to Barbados right now. Uh, I'm getting a ticket as we speak. It's tough. <laughs> like, meet up with you. It must be hard to handle her. I mean, for for Rocky, I'm sure it's easy because he just has like the swag, but. For other people, it's probably it was it was it's probably difficult because it's like, you know, you can't be too hands on with Rihanna. You can't be too clingy, obviously, right? Because then she'll just like be like, all right, like I want to be my own person. But then you can't be not attentive of her because she's a queen. So it's like, you know, you can't you can't get bossed around by her too much because she might see it as a sign of weakness. But you also can't, you know, boss her around because she's like the boss. It's like, you know, Rocky figured it out. You know, shout out him, bro. He's the goat. No, seriously, like I mean. Dude, it's just that, like, she's just as perfect in, like, every way. Like, I, I really, I, I don't really say that much about, like, anyone, but, like, I, I she's perfect. Music's great. She's hot. She's really nice. Like, raises money for people. She, like, I love how, like, in her Fenty um, Savage, like, mm-hmm. collab, like, she gets women of, like, all races, all body shapes and shit like mm-hmm. that. Like, And I've seen. She, yep. Yeah. No, like, she's, like, kind of the GOAT. She's the goat, and she's um, how do I say this? How do I say this in a nice way? She's uh, upgrading all these women out here. I mean, the lingerie game for the past five years, at least as like a single guy or even somebody who's been in relationships, um, completely changed. 
incredible. It's incredible out here. You know yes. what I mean? I know exactly what you mean. Because, um, like, you know, I feel like back in the day of, like, college and shit and, like, high school, it's just, like, you know, they just have, like, the typical, like, white bra and that's it. Mm-hmm. Because of Rihanna now, oh, my God. Shit is crazy. You know what I mean? It's amazing out here. Everybody's, yeah. She she, she blessed everybody. Uh, and, and, and shout out to her. I mean, she blessed everybody out here, you know? Good. Praise to Rihanna. Protect Rihanna, mm-hmm. protect Rihanna and Rocky at all costs. No, seriously, protect that that, that family now. <laughs> you for know? sure, yeah, that's going to be a hated family for sure because he's you know she's making a lot of money. He's super famous. He's making a lot of money. It's like, yeah, dude, he's making like a ton of money. He's actually going on tour with Red Hot Chili Peppers like on the world tour. <laughs> really? Like, yeah, like he's he's really like killing it right now. Damn, that's crazy. Yeah, I mean. I mean, are we, are we recording right now? Or are we oh, just... yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're recording. <laughs> okay, cool. So I thought we were just simping over Rihanna. Oh, no, no. Like, I'm boys. Always, always <laughs> simping over Rihanna. I don't. I can do it public. I, I don't care. You know what I mean? I'm still I'm still shooting my shot publicly just in case something happens to, to Rocky. You know what I mean? He catches cold feet. He runs away from the altar. You know what I mean? At the last moment or whatever. Or if he doesn't wife her up at all because they're not actually married yet. You know? Mm-hmm. I'm no, al- totally. I'm, I'm always here. I'm, I'm playing Z, Rihanna. If, if everything falls through for you, you know, your business falls through, you know, you become broke, destitute, and you find yourself in Bergen County, New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> a bad place to be. You know what I mean? I'll take you to White Castle. You know what it is? You know what I mean? Take, take her to the White Castle, man. Give her give her the queen meal over there. Because <laughs> that's what she deserves. That's what she deserves. Two double cheeseburgers. Or three, if she wants. Not four, <laughs> though. I don't have enough money for that. <laughs> <laughs> let's say four i think we have to, we, that's dutch we gotta we, we gotta much, share that bill that's my other exception uh yeah cooking cheating abuse and if you want a third <laughs> like our fourth white castle burger <laughs> that's too much too much man um, well it doesn't sound like you have what it takes to uh date rihanna <laughs> no nah, i get cut if this was if this was simp masters bro i'll be done first round <laughs> simp masters <laughs> yeah i'll be done first first round i mean i think it's just like really hard to date her right because like just look at all of her exes right like wasn't she dating like a prince or something at some point yeah i mean these are all like i, I feel like rocky is like the obvious ending to all of it because like i mean at least they get married but but drake you know is like such like he's so weird he's just like when you beat gta and you have nothing to do in the game and it's like you're just driving around in your nice car and like you have no like meaning and like that's that's drake so like trying to marry somebody and trying to have him settle down is like I don't know, it's, it's like, pretty difficult for him, I feel like, because he just needs to continue to, like, you know, have that image of himself. I don't even know. Like, have the image of being a playboy for no reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the Arabian Prince, I mean, she was just using him for game. That was obvious. <laughs> obvious, yeah. <laughs> I, I think. I don't know. I, don't, I didn't see that relationship going very far. That seemed like a fling to me, but whatever. Oh, wow. A prince was a fling. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he was a billionaire, bro. She wasn't a billionaire quite yet, so... I don't know. Yeah. No, but shout out to that family. Uh, you know, hopefully, um, you know, everything works well with them. Uh, but also, hopefully, that the relationship fails, and then I can be like, hey, Renato, <laughs> it's fine. Like, I got you. Like, yeah. you, need, you need a shoulder to cry on? I got two of those. Like, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> if you ever find yourself destitute in the middle of Philadelphia, <laughs> Rihanna, <laughs> go yeah, to Troy's house. Please. <laughs> where like, he lives you, with three other people <laughs> you don't even have to call me you can just show up like don't, no you, no heads up at all just come over <laughs> and i'll be here for you 
I'll drop everything I'm doing. (laughs) I'll I'll quit my job and be like, yo, I got to go. Rihanna's waiting for me. I mean, honestly, I, yeah, I I would, I would, you know, she's, she's incredible. I would put up with a lot for, for that woman for sure. Um, you know, always doors always open Rihanna. I'm gonna leave just like Sonic. Gonna smoke out the window. I mean, leave the door open. <laughs> one of those. <laughs> one of those things from that album that I that was pretty. That was okay. It was it was decent. You know what I mean? No, yeah, no. Honestly, I like to. I like those songs. I like smoking out the window. You know, like I would smoke out the window for her. I would <laughs> pretend I don't smoke weed for you, mm-hmm. Rihanna. Hey, and I, I, yeah, you, she does. <laughs> she smokes weed a lot. Oh yeah, <laughs> she does it a lot. Yeah, and so do I. So you know, I mean. About to say, speaking of that, um, <laughs> did you like see the um, like the video of her like uh, modeling her like latest uh, Savage Fenty like um, lingerie? What is that? <laughs> <laughs> what are you googling it right now? You're you're, you're looking it up. <laughs> I'm just tapping my. I'm actually just tapping my laptop, but I was doing that for comedic effect. But I'm actually gonna look it up now. Rihanna. Yeah, yeah you didn't see the thing. Hang on. I might like do one. I quite too. Uh, Damn, do you want to plug the headphones? In here, bro. Give me a second. Okay, that's better. Hello? Hello? Oh, yeah, I think my violent tapping might have unplugged my microphone. <laughs> <laughs> here, wait, while you send that to Damn, me... Damn, dude. I, I, I don't feel like editing this very much, so let's let's keep the conversation going while you send me this. Uh, What's your favorite Rihanna song? <laughs> <laughs> my favorite it's, it's kind of hard actually like i i like uh, a lot of it really um i really fake ass fan but i do like the <laughs> what do you mean i like the i like auntie a lot dude i love uh that cover she did with uh tame impala um you know same old mistakes i thought her cover was like i don't like covers Damn. but like when i heard hers i was just like wow yeah dude and like Damn. if you look at her she look at her eyes she's like ripped <laughs> let me see she got the plaid on Damn. 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 What the fuck? Damn. <laughs> oh wait, is this the, is that the song? And it's the Bruno Mars. Yeah. You know, I thought that's why I brought it up wow. cuz I thought you you saw the video and I'm like, "Yeah, wow. man, like how did you know?" Hold on. Hold on. I got I got to run that back one time. Hold on. God damn. God damn. Bro, you know we got a show to do. What the fuck? <laughs> Damn. <laughs> wow. I have so much more respect for plaid after watching that. That's, what I, that's all I have <laughs> to say. What? You don't wear plaid, dude? I love wearing plaid. The thing is, I, you know, all fall I didn't wear plaid because I, I must have misplaced my shirts or something like that. I don't know where I put them, but I'm, you know, for winter I'm back on the plaid train. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's you know around Christmas time. I feel like that's the plaid time. You know, that's true. the best time to wear plaid. True, 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 true. All right, well, okay, we're on. It's hot. I think we got that nailed down. Um, you know, <laughs> just if, if that was news to anybody. Um, well, you know, <laughs> yeah. Well, Damn. congrats to Rihanna and ASAP Rocky. Um, you know, I, and also just I do wish them all the luck. It's pretty great that like those two were able to find each other. Especially for all the like past drama that she's been going through with like relationships, like it, it's nice to see that you know two good looking people are winning. No, that's a power couple and a half. And you know what? We got two good people winning in this chat right here, bro. Let's go! High five. 
Let's go. Oh, <laughs> fucking missed. Next topic. <laughs> Nailed that one. Sick. 10 out of 10. What's the next topic? Actually, we can kind of uh, use Asa Rocky as a transition to the next topic. Um, a little more somber of a topic, actually, is um, we just want to first start to say um, RIP to uh, Virgil oh, Abloh. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, Virgil, RIP, uh, 42 years old, 41 years old. 41 years old, and uh, yeah, died of um, cancer. Yeah, it's really sad. I was uh, listening in the car to like an ABC uh, news bit, I think it was, and he had like a rare form of, um, it was like a, some sort of a heart carcinoma or something like that. Mm-hmm. That's really hard to detect. And even if you do detect it, it's like still like, it's like a pretty bad. So um, he's been dealing with this for two years. Um, and in the past two years, he's done a lot of his best work. I mean, like the cover for West Side Guns, um, Pray for Paris. Um, if it's been two years, I don't know if, I don't know if this will, would include like the, um, trying to think what else was in the last two years that he did stuff with griselda i mean all of his off-white shit that he's been doing obviously louis vuitton that all that was all that was probably included in there as well um god damn yeah we lost the i mean i think we lost the most important figure in fashion from the last 15 years i would say Mm-hmm. No, I agree with you with that. Not even just fashion, just like culture, culture. Yeah, in like culture, in all honesty, like, I mean, yeah. When I heard he died, like, I I kind of had like a Chaz- Chadwick Boseman moment. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Of just being like, these guys are just like bigger than life. Like, like you, like you think like they're gonna like live for, like forever. Like they're just like their reach to everyone in like the culture is just like um like far and wide. And then, bam, like we just, you know, just randomly just gone. I know the past two years have been really, um, yeah, two years have been, it's been like superheroes are passing away. I mean, literally, you know, um, what do you call it? Black Panther, you know, uh, Chadwick Boseman, like you said. Uh, Kobe Bryant literally has been in comic books and like on, like featured in like as a, like a literal like superhero. Uh, passed away, you know, tragically young as well. And now Virgil Abloh um, passed away tragically very, very young. Um, yeah, he la- left an entire empire behind, bro. I mean, like, di- trying to dive into his influence and the things that he's done is like, it's crazy. I mean, it's just like, it's almost like if it's like if like Kanye passed or Travis passed or like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It's just like endless, endless things you can dive into. Um, well, it's crazy just even just mention Kanye and Travis because like those two are like, you know, like they they're like they have their style and look because of Virgil. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like Virgil is behind that. Even Drake too, like he's behind like a lot of like uh, Drake's fashion too. Mm-hmm. Like he, like it's just crazy just to think of just like this one guy really just like had a grip on everything, everything that like I think like our like people our age or, or like even younger like think that's cool. Virgil had a hand in it. Yeah, I mean to be fa- to be fair, Con- um, Virgil was Kanye's like apprentice or whatever, but in the end he he you know got his dream job. So I feel like the two of them are kind of like. You know, equal, definitely equals in in a way. I mean, just because he was an apprentice doesn't mean he can't be he can't become a master. That's kind of the whole point of being an apprentice. You, you level up and you become the master eventually uh, by mm. by releasing your masterpiece. And Off White was his masterpiece. Um, the brand, 
Um, you know, everything he did with Off White was was absolutely fucking incredible from start to finish. I mean, back in high school, I remember he was um, uh, making like Pyrex. He was just like slapping um, like Pyrex onto like Champion and and Gildan and stuff like that. And people, I remember people in my grade were like thinking that was funny, just like the way that he was overcharging or whatever. But I feel like he started that like you know um, making streetwear worth something rather than it just being like oh yeah it's a Gildan sweatshirt it's worth forty dollars like don't pay any more for it type shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean like I think like um, I kind of just going with what you just said like he really was able like I feel like not many um, like hype beasts or like cult or like fashion like companies would do a lot of collabs mm-hmm. with the Virgil like the way that he just collabed with everybody and it just seemed so like seamless and flawless. You know, like he, like I can't name somebody who could do like a collab with like Nike and then do a collab with IKEA and like mm-hmm. all their shit just incredible. Yeah, I mean, like the IKEA, some of the best pieces IKEA has ever released uh, of all time. I bought two of them, and you have two of them in your room currently, which I sold to you. Mm. Uh, or Matt, Matt sold to you, <laughs> um, but like, yeah, like the receipt rug. Um, I used to, I love that. I got, I ruined it, but. I used to have it as the entranceway to my room uh, in my old house um, with the two, like, those two big-ass doors. And, mm. like, I used to wear Ikea slippers, like, to walk on it because I was like, I don't want to disrespect this fucking rug. I was like, this thing is too incredible. And eventually it got it got fucked up uh, for <laughs> in one way or another, I think, in my in, in my back room in my in my next house. But, yeah, like, once I had that thing, I was like, god damn, like, this, is, this thing is fucking incredible. And then across the way, my roommate Matt had the uh, uh, wet grass rug, another mm. great piece. Um, yeah, just his amount of collaborations was crazy. I mean, Travis Scott with the Louis belt at the, at the Super Bowl. Um, you know, uh, what are the collaborations that he have? I mean, like all the Nikes, you know, like the, the original, uh, 10 with the, the fucking, you know, the Air Jordans and mm-hmm. the, uh, Blazers and the, the see-through Converse with the tags on them. That shit was all fire. I mean, yeah, all the dunks that he's put out now, everybody's like, those are the most sought after shoes now. You know, I think he, cre- I mean, honestly, he pretty much created StockX. I mean, if we're being real, like Off-White, Off-White mm-hmm. shit is, is StockX. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the only site you can really go on to get Off-White shit now. Mm-hmm. It just, just because, like... Him know, and Kanye, like, Off-White and Easy are, like, are what made StockX StockX. Mm-hmm. No, exactly. And, like, like yeah, it just, it just, my mind's still, like, kind of blown that he's, he's gone, really. Because, like, it's just, like, crazy. Just Even, like, today, like, he was still releasing, like, amazing stuff. Like, him at the Met Gala... Like I, I thought he had like one of the one of the best like looks there. Mm-hmm. Like I really liked uh, that like cartoony look too that he was trying to go for. Like I was really excited to see his like magnum opus of like what, um, like what angle he was gonna go to, um, with. But like, I guess we might we'll never know. Yeah, I mean this this definitely is reminiscent to me of an, uh, an earlier death this year that like, you know, was really hard for the page because it's another again I consider these people as anti artists like. Like, like when people want to say, um, and so I'm talking about Sophie, by the way, but, um, when people talk about, you know, what is anti-art, they ask us like, what is that? You know, what does that mean? Uh, Sophie and, and, and Virgil Abloh are two people that I can name just off the top of my head that are, that are anti-artists that, you know, um, disrupt that, you know, they see like Sophie saw pop music and she was like, no, that's like, this shit is, this shit is okay. You know, it's good. I respect it. But like, I'm making a whole other world out of, out of this. And same with Virgil. Like, he's just like, I like fashion is great. Louis Vuitton is a great house, you know, all these houses are great, whatever, blah, 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 but they're not representative of, of, of black art, of black people, of people of color, you know, they're not, they're not, they're just, it's just a bunch of white models, and, you know, mm-hmm. um, I it, mean, yeah. Kind of just going off what you, you just said, it's, it's like Sophie and Virgil, like, took 
what people thought fashion and pop music were and flipped it to make it something mm-hmm. for all of us. Cut a bunch of holes in it, literally. Yeah, like, because um, I feel like pop music, I mean, you know, it's like typical pop stars. Like, like it's kind of cookie cutter. It's always the same person. And Sophie was able to, like, create just a whole new genre for, like, a whole generation of people. Mm-hmm. You know, just like how Virgil kind of brought, like, you know, designer to streetwear. Because I feel like streetwear, like, before Virgil was on the scene, it was, like, pretty, um, like, pretty bad. Not bad, but, like, it just wasn't, like, as, like, alluring, I guess. Mm-hmm. Or it just wasn't just, like, the biggest thing on people's minds until Virgil came in and decided to do all these collabs and do the off-white. And then now you, everybody wants that. Yeah, in my opinion, the, the four most important figures in, in fashion today, Kanye West... Definitely ASAP Rocky. I mean, ASAP Rocky, if you look back, like the things that he's been doing, I mean, since like 2010, he was like, or 2009, 2008, he was like broke and he was just in, in, you know, you know, in, uh, in Harlem, just like fucking buying whatever pieces he could possibly get, you know, just like completely striving and just like, I see a vision for myself. I'm doing this. I go through airports. All I see is skinny white people. I want, you know, I want black people. I want people with, you know, like, you know, uh, you know, uh, odd proportions. I want this, that uh, like around me. That's what I want. He said that like he, he wanted people you know, uh, that represented the whole human race rather than just a bunch of skinny white people eating crackers and drinking water, like, um, you know, on the walls of the airport, like, like on the Prada, you know, ad or on the Gucci ad and, you know, him, Virgil, Kanye, for sure. Um, another disruptor that people, you know, uh, put down and said that all of his designs were garbage and said that they're, you know, they were all trash and they were all ripped and this and that. That's another one. And the fourth one, um, I don't know. I went on a little bit of a rant there. I'm trying. I'm trying to remember who the fourth one was uh, of the of the uh, most important disruptors and most important figures in uh, fashion. Who was the fucking fourth one? I'm sorry, hey, Mercati. Ah, uh, no. You can uh, you can continue off that. I'm gonna try and think of it. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah. Like I think that's like I think Virgil's like biggest like legacy is that I, he made like highbrow fashion relatable to people like you and me. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I mean, I've, I've never really paid attention to fashion until Virgil started coming out with, like, his designs. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, wow, that looks really nice. And that's, like, something I would actually wear, you know? Like, uh, like, like the fucking Air Jordan, like, off-whites, like, those are incredible, man. I wish I had a pair. It'd be impossible to get a pair now, but, I mean. Yeah, the the original ones, right? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, the red ones. The, yeah, those are super difficult to get. And especially now, especially now, they're going to be like quadruple the price just because of, you know, and they, they deserve to be, honestly, because they're fucking pieces of art. They're sick. They really fuck, are. Fuck, Ni- art. fuck Nike. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, all my homies hate Nike and all, but I mean, <laughs> you know, I'll admit it. Like uh, Virgil did really help them out and they helped him out. Start like his massive career, which, you know, led to being uh, the creative director of Louis Vuitton, which it's that's like a pr- like, I don't know if people realize like how big of a feat it was for an african-american man to be the creative director of louis vuitton that's like never happened in the whole like run that the company's had i don't with all the major fashion houses i i mean i can't speak on this but i don't know if that's happened with any of them i mean gucci louis vuitton prada balenciaga you know any of these big major fashion houses i don't know if that's happened at all so yeah definitely a trailblazer i mean and it's a good thing they let him in the door because like some of the best Louis Vuitton pieces of all time were created under his under his watch. I mean, some the most sought after for sure. I mean, all those fucking bags that I, that I showed you yesterday, the see through ones, mm-hmm. um, see through Louis Vuitton. Yeah, those are sick. They're amazing. I want those. Like I've I've been wanting those more than any bag. And and again, Louis Vuitton is like 
a lot of people before Virgil showed up, I feel like a lot of people liked Louis Vuitton, thought it was cool, but it's like a store in the mall. You know what I mean? Like you can you can afford if you can afford, you can if you can't. You look in the window, everything is available. With Virgil, it was just like everything everything he created was like not available. Like it was sold out immediately, and that's like incredible. Like that's like that's a hard thing to do for a big fashion brand. You know what I mean? No, seriously. Like, uh, yeah, like, like like I've been saying is that like he really was able to bring like high brow fashion to the level of the us common people. Mm-hmm. You know that like we even we were like we wanted that, not not just like people from like snooty like like upper class like families and shit. Yep. And and the fourth person I was thinking of before, I I still can't think of it, but I thought of a good alternative because like and this all ties in back to what we were just saying before, uh, Rihanna for sure. I'm going to put Rihanna up there with Fenty. You know what I mean? Because she made her own fucking um, fashion house. That's incredible. Mm-hmm. No, it seriously is incredible. Incredible. Everything is incredible. Like, even, like, uh, like the album covers that Virgil did were just, like, insane. Like, I remember seeing the Yeezus one. And I remember, like, thinking, like, in high school, I'm just like, wow, like, what a crazy, like, album cover for, like, an album called Yeezus. You, you know what I mean? I'm like, because he's really, Kanye really compared himself to Jesus, and then he just has the the blank CD there with the red uh, square right there. I'm just like, wow, like like that that looks really nice. In fact, didn't you see like the sculpture in like Chicago, like in the museum? Yeah, yeah, his ex- I yeah, maybe I'm burying the lead a little bit here, but yeah, I went to his exhibition uh, or exhibit. I guess, I don't know what the fuck you call it at the uh, exhibition. Yeah, I guess it's the Mocha in uh, Chicago. Um, really strange and and very cool work that was there i'd say um you walk through there was like there was like these bill like full-on billboards like in a museum and then you walk through further there was all of his pyrex stuff and all the photos of that you walk through more there's like all the all the like all these fucking like nike shoes and stuff like that you turn right um his unreleased um uh what do you call it like collaboration with supreme and then it's like a picture of chief keep wearing the shirt you walk through more, you know what I mean? You, you, his, like, custom-made DJ pad. That's the other cool thing about him that I really liked a lot. He was just, like, a major curator in a lot of ways. And he, like, goes beyond cur- – like, like me and you are, at, like, attempt to curate or we do curate. But, like, that's kind of all we do. We don't really create. The thing about him that I love the most is that – and I mean, we write. But the thing that I love about him the most is, like, he had his DJ gear and stuff, right? Like, like he'd be, you know – making mixes and stuff like that but he like he had his own custom dj thing made like see-through whatever he wanted like the sh- the nike shoes he wanted he's like okay what's on the market is not cool i want to like you know use stuff from the past and collaborate and end up making my own thing it's just like i love the way that he like he's such a fearless creator in that way like he, he sees these things that are pre-existing nike you know what i mean uh you know uh pioneer dj uh supreme you know whatever uh, billboards whatever the case may be and he you know took them and he you know, uh, recreated them or, or, or put them onto some game in his own image. It was like, you know, really, really fucking cool to see. Um, and he'll be missed for sure. Yeah. yeah he'll definitely be missed. Um, yeah, with this, we, we lost an icon, you know, like whether you know or not, like he was an icon and he really did influence like our entire, our culture, like as a whole. Yeah, definitely for, for, for the better, uh, in general, I would say. I mean, just like watching some of his videos too, um, through Instagram and through like YouTube and stuff like that, that I've seen, like just the, just the way that he talks about things is so sensible. Like, like, like a lot of people give like very cliche advice, like, like comically, like, um, you know, people are like, Oh, would you, would you have a hundred thousand dollars or dinner with Jay-Z? And it's like the kind of advice that Jay-Z would give you would be so bare bones. 
Um, but like, you know, listening to the way that Virgil talks, he's like, don't let people put you in a box. He's like, that's the main thing. And he's like, and he, and he, I love the way that he was talking about it in this one specific video. And he's just like, he's like, don't let people put you in a box. He's like, boxes don't exist. Once you realize that you can be really powerful. And he's like, he's like, when we're done with this interview, like realize that and act on it. He wasn't like, oh, he wasn't like, just be yourself. Like, that's it. Right. He was like, no, you personally, the person who's interviewing me, like, think about the box that you're in. Cause you're in a box. And he's like, break out of that box. Cause it doesn't exist. And he's like, you know, fearlessly create. Don't let anybody tell you what you are and what you aren't. And that's extremely powerful, you know? No, it really is. I mean, like, I kind of feel like that's what we've been trying to do, too, is just break out of our box of just, like, you know, because before this, like, we, you know, we were just, like, college graduates, just, like, working whatever job that we could get. Mm -hmm. And now, like, I feel like, like, we're slowly breaking out of this box and we're, at least hopefully, trying to, like, reinvent you know the wheel or just try to do something differently just so people can like you know realize like the shit we're doing like you know like virgil's a huge inspiration like for us yeah i mean like the more these things happen the more people pass like it, it's fucked up but, but they like you know i think i think through the years they're they're, they're gonna build like a almost like a anti like mount, mount rushmore type of thing like sophie virgil and then you know you know i, I feel like even the, even people living i think we should give them their flowers again like kanye like people who are just fearless you know, creators in the ARCA, people who are fearless creators in these ways, like, belong on our anti-Mount Rushmore, and they, like, you know, whenever whenever we're feeling like, oh, this isn't going to work, that's not going to work, this, that, and the other thing, this is too weird, you know, we shouldn't cover this because nobody's going to care about it, like, I feel like those are really important things to disrupt, and even, even like, Anthony Fantano, I'm going to give him props while he's still, while he's still around, like, and he's still here, like, you know, um, all these, all these critics, you know, through, through Rolling Stone, through Enemy, through all these publications, like, you know, they they think that's the only way that you can be or you have to be a freelance journalist or whatever the hell you know he disrupted everything by making putting um music reviews on youtube he was the first guy to do that you know fucking props mm-hmm. to him like people like that i i love and you know will endlessly praise mm-hmm. no exactly oh man dude even um you know what i really like too i really liked uh what we were saying um yesterday about um about how like Virgil designed the Watch the Throne album cover, mm-hmm. and like how like you were saying that um that just that album itself kind of like transitioned like the whole culture. Uh, you, you know, uh, do you want to like talk, say? What, do you remember what you said or? Yeah, I can go through. I don't want to be the only one to talk, but yeah, I'll go through that briefly. Like I basically said, like um I said this in my Pray for Paris review too, which he actually made the album cover for as well for West Side Gun. Um, but I said that um, Watch the Throne was a turning point for hip hop in a way that that most people don't realize because back in the day you know if you used to if you were like me and you were like a kid who was watching shit he shouldn't have like cribs you would see that all these rappers um you know have these houses and these cars and all this stuff and usually it was either paid for by mtv or like they would overpay for it and it was just the labels giving them an advance and they would spend the advance on things you know that are expensive and then they would owe the label all this money happened with a lot of artists um but watch the throne in my opinion was two you know black prominent men two of the best uh, top of their game in, in rap uh, or in any genre, honestly, um, just proudly proclaiming, like, we own all this shit. Um, you know, you, you smoke purple weed and my weed, my money's purple. My money's brand new. It's minted. Like just bragging in ways that like rappers didn't brag before uh, and or, or, or a lot, you know what I mean? Uh, them and Rick Ross at the same time, like came through 
at this time in hip hop where people were getting their money stolen by record labels. And, and I think that watch the throne and all these other things like enabled all these rappers now, like little baby gonna, uh, even like Rihanna in, in certain senses and Rocky, all these people like to, to be owners mm. of their shit. Um, and Frank ocean too, and to be owners of their shit and to brag about things that they own and brag about things that they architect and they create rather than, you know, things that are owned by a white man. And they're mm. like, you know, uh, just borrowing for the time being. Um, and, and that, that album cover, they watched the throne album cover um really was incredible because it was just like it looked like the louvre it looked like something that was in the louvre like a fucking metal installation or something on the wall and it's something that virgil came up with and um yeah i think that i think that that was a, a very symbolic of of a lot of different things Mm-hmm. yeah man well said that, see that's why i wanted you to say because <laughs> yeah. it, was, it was very well said and i was just like i'm gonna fuck it up <laughs> yeah and, and then pray for paris was an extension of that like uh west side guns pray for paris that came out last year uh incredible album and it, and it spoke to a lot of things that virgil really like kept near and dear to his heart because he loved west side gun because west side gun is just like him like you know west side gun is a you know uh you know crack dealer or whatever like that's the way he portrays himself he's a murderer that's the way he portrays himself but like he's always like dropping fashion brands he's always like you know he 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 calls his album hitler wears hermes but then he'll have like a you know whatever a fendi like ski mask on or whatever and uh on pray for paris the whole thesis of it was like you know uh you know black creatives going to paris and fucking it up and taking it over and we're, you're gonna have to pray for paris and pray for the traditions because we're gonna come here and we're gonna fuck it up and um you know I, I, I get I, out of the box yeah i love that i absolutely love that and and the last the last uh song on the album actually has like a whole thing where it's like a, like tap dancing on the brick or whatever like uh tap dancing on a brick of cocaine like and mm-hmm. it's just combining and you actually hear the tap dancing but it's just like combining the two things like high art versus you know the lowest of the low which is drugs like it's like combining these two things into one and, and it's like just mind-blowing and it's a whole new avenue that like of like of creative culture that that broke open with the help of virgil you know but you know in my opinion mm-hmm. no yeah i mean like I, I honestly i think you're spot on like um like virgil is an icon he's able to bring the sensibilities that is in high fashion or high art or you know big brain shit and able to like make it so relatable that everyone wants a piece of it everybody wants to mm-hmm. be the guy in it you know like it's just like i don't know just i feel like virgil is just like so influential in that way of just like he really did just bring everything to like our level and make it into something so brand new and so like mm-hmm. so like crazy that it's just like like this is the new highbrow definitely this is, the, this is the new like this is our generation's like version of uh version uh version of louis vuitton it's our version you know yeah, Gucci like, or whatever. You know. off what you're talking about right yeah exactly yeah exactly and even beyond that i mean i'm wearing a virgil shirt right now that i bought his gallery and it has Ablo on the back of it like an, on like a tag or whatever and it's just like it's just so cool like like i, I was listening to the I, I didn't think i could glean a lot off of abc news but they did they did actually bring up a, a couple of other good points about about virgil and his art another good thing that they had brought up was um the way that he sampled and like he sampled in in a lot of different ways. Um, but mostly it was like, you know, like the way that hip hop, you know, samples things and, and you you can turn Mm -hmm. like like the beastie boys turned a song or the avalanches or something turned a song that was like, you know, old and like, you know, forgotten about or, or like an old silhouette or, you know, uh, whatever. And they turned it into something brand new. And that's what he did a lot with his fashion where it was like these preexisting things like Jordan's, you know, 
the classic Jordan, you know, uh, shoe, like the red one that he would wear, like, you know, in the mm-hmm. game or whatever, took that. He's from Chicago, too. So he took that and he put the tag on it. And it's like, and the other thing I liked about Virgil, too, that was so cool. He's like, if you can't afford my shit, just get a pair of Jordans, fake or real, and go to go to Home Depot and get a get an orange tag. He's like, I don't care. I love mm-hmm. that. Like, damn. No, I love that, too, man. Like, yeah, he really was like the man of the people, you know, like he like he, I felt like, like he was doing all this shit for us. Like he wasn't really doing it to, you know, appeal to the sensibilities of like mm-hmm. of what was there before. Like he was there, like he saw a vision and he took it and it worked out entirely. It was incredible. Yeah. He just, um, yeah. I mean, Kanye put it best and with his interview with Charlamagne, which is also on ABC, I'm going to keep crediting ABC because that, that segment was real good. Uh, mentioning that Virgil was an architect rather than a designer. You know, he built the whole world, like just like the way that Sophie did the exact same way. He built a whole new world. He like, you know, built it from the ground up. And um, the other thing that a lot of people don't know, I, I think this is true. I think that off white is like, you know, comes from crack essentially. Like the, that's what that that's what mm-hmm. that off white means. Yeah. Uh, same with same with Pyrex. Pyrex is a, a glassware that you can make crack with. So it's very interesting the way that he took again the lowest of the low, which is crack. Like everybody thinks of crack and crackheads as like these low things and and like that this and that or whatever. But like I, I love I love the way that he brings attention to it. Like he's like. You know, we're going to take the highest of the high, you know, uh, Bernard Arnault, fucking richest man in the world, Louis Vuitton owner, couple that with, you know, crack, which is like the, again, the lowest of the low, you put those things together. And you, again, it's like a whole new world. It's like, rather than just, you know, having the, the lower class be this and the upper class be this, he just kind of like smack them together and then you get all the in between. And it's just like, you know, it just put everybody on, it, it, it just did things. It did certain things to, like you were saying, like it kind of made everybody more fashion conscious in a way. And I think that's really important. Because, like, for a while in the early 2000s and 90s, I feel like it was just the rich kids that could have Louis Vuitton, the rich kids that could have all these things. And, like, now it's, like, you know, he, he, he is making people hungry for, for certain things and making pe- inspiring people in certain ways that we haven't even seen yet. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. Um, yeah, just to kind of, like, wrap it up um, a little bit because, you know, as much as we love Virgil, we've got a lot of other a lot of other shit to talk about. But, um, mm-hmm. yeah, like, honestly... Um, R.I.P. Virgil Abloh, you are an icon. You will be forever known as an icon. You really shaped the culture that is today. You shaped everyone's like thought process on fashion. You brought it down to where everybody was into it. Like everybody was into this fashion. Everybody w- could relate to it. You know, he really was able to bring it down to like a relatable level. And for that, thank you yeah i mean it's all about context that's what he always loved to talk about and uh context and perspective and stuff like that and yeah exactly i mean why shouldn't the guy who's looking up at the why isn't the you know the the average man looking up at the louis vuitton billboard why can't he be up there you know what i mean that's what he thought and that's what i that's the best part about him i'd say you know that's that's he he just he touched everything you know in culture for sure um anyway what's what, what do we got next uh next um we want to talk about R.I.P. Virgil one more time. Yeah, R.I.P. Virgil. Um, next is well, not really like the best news, but um, about Rico Nasty uh, being on tour with Playboy Cardi. Oh yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Maybe we could have had a somehow had a smoother transition into this, but um, yeah, this is kind of your your uh, your beat. So yeah, definitely get into that. Go ahead. Yeah, definitely. Um, so like I've been like a pretty big Rico Nasty fan since like 
since I'm pretty much her double XL class freestyle. Like I, I, I've, I've been on her for a bit. Like I, I really like her, her music. And um, so recently, um, she's touring with Playboy Cardi, and it doesn't look like th- there's a lot of overlapping fans because a lot of uh, Playboy Cardi's fans are just like hating on her profusely for like no reason. Hmm. Like, uh, yeah, like, um, like whenever like she would go on stage, like his fans would like boo her, um, just straight up. And there's even like a video too of just like a fan threw a fucking water bottle at her, like I fucking hit her on the head. And like it was, did you see the video? Because the video is actually kind of funny. Because like they they hit her in the head, and then she's just like, "Who the fuck do that?" And then she jumps in the fucking crowd to to find the fucking person. Oh my god! Just like uh, what's her name in uh, Scary Movie Three, where the kid throws the crayons at the wall. <laughs> no, who the fuck threw that? <laughs> who the fuck threw that? <laughs> Dude, seriously, like it was so funny. Like just like like because oh you, you know, like usually like when people get like hit with shit in the crowd, they're just like like security, like fuck them up, and then they're like, mm-hmm. she was like fuck that like i'm just gonna fuck up this kid myself like you know like that because like I, th- that's like kind of like her like style you know like she seems like the type of person who like is very aggressive mm-hmm. in fact her, mu- her music's always aggressive like which is also like i don't understand of like why playboy cardi fans aren't the biggest fans of her because it's just like yeah they were doing that at the same exact time i mean dial it and whatever album like smack a bitch i think was even before dial it so i mean before Cardi, you know, was crazy and rowdy and shit, she was rowdy. She did it first. So what the fuck are they complaining about? Mm-hmm. No, exactly. And like, it's it's just like crazy, just like how people just are so. I don't know. Like, I, what do they not like about her? You know, I I I just can't get my mind around it. Especially since like the music's like similar in like the kind of like rap metal mosh pit genre. Mm-hmm. You know, I th- but, I don't know. I I think there's a I think there's definitely a tough guy slash honestly homoerotic element going on here <laughs> because <laughs> I, hear me out hear me out like if you've ever seen boondocks you might have seen the homies over hose uh uh skit have you ever seen that before i think i might have but can you uh, jog right. my memory basically yeah to wrap it up real quick the storyline you know basically there's this rapper called gangsta delicious and he's like you know closeted uh, gay or whatever and um um you know progressively he starts dressing more like a woman but you know uh, or dressing more like you know feminine whatever um uh and and you know this is in like 2003 this is like pretty controversial at the time whatever anyway um so basically he was doing that and like you know there was this music video in the within the boondocks universe where it was like homies over hoes and it was like a, a music video where it was just a bunch of strong dudes with like big ass chains and they're all in the vip there's like six or seven or like eight of them like in the vip and anytime a girl comes over they like they like literally like throw the girl across the club and they're like you know like bros over ho- homies over hoes bros over hoes and i feel like that's literally what's happening right here like you know, Cardi is like, you know, I mean, Cardi, Cardi is not the most masculine figure out right now. I mean, you know, and props to him for that, by the way, um, and the way that he, the way that he carries himself and, you know, like he wears purses and he wears like mesh shirts and, you know, the whole, I thought I was gay thing and just all, you know, whatever, or you, they thought I was gay thing, whatever, you know, p- fans wearing that, gay. yeah, fans wearing that to his concert. And I feel like there's a strong you know, uh, aversion to female figures in hip hop and especially at these big festivals, uh, Corey LeRae, you know, another example, uh, mm-hmm. people hating that, you know? Um, and I just feel like it, like these people, like it, it, whether it's a homoerotic thing or, you know, masked or whatever, I don't know what it is or, or it's just straight up just blatant misogyny. Um, f- for some reason, I just can't accept female figures on stage that aren't you know, like, like Meg the Stallion for it, for instance, like just like twerking or whatever, you know, not, not to, not to disparage her, but just like, you know, if, if a female figure is on stage and all she's doing is just like raging and doing her material, 
uh, it's a problem for these people, and it, and it's kind of fucked up. Mm-hmm. You know what it kind of reminds me? It, it kind of like I think about like uh, Playboy Cardi fans, like like a lot of like internet trolls. You know? Oh yeah, Cause I, definitely. Because I because I feel like a lot of Playboy Cardi's like rep comes from the internet. You know, like it, whenever anyone like says anything about Playboy Cardi, shit just blows up on Twitter. People always mm-hmm. are trying to say something about it. Like, he, he, like, you ever been on, like, his, like, Reddit, uh, his subreddit? Bro, talk about homoerotic. I mean, like, <laughs> for, bro, it was, like, for, I went on there a couple of times, and for days, it was just, like, people speculating about his penis size, like, like, oh, he's, like, oh, his sweatpants, like, oh, look, you can see the print, so let's just, like, scale that up. It's just, like, bro, what? <laughs> like, are you really that thirsty for his new album that you're, like, <laughs> like, doing these tasks for yourself? Like, Jesus Christ. You know what? I loved um I loved like the the post on there that was just like it was everyone would always post like about like um what it would be like if if like Playboy Cardi dropped or something or just be like like this is my impression of Playboy Cardi dropping and it's like a screenshot of a fake tweet that he did and he goes I'm going to drop the album right now. Like <laughs> Yeah, it's like wish fulfillment. It's like, "Oh daddy, like give us the album please." Like <laughs> type shit. Yeah, it's it's so weird. Just like, I don't know, like Honestly, being a Playboy Cardi fan nowadays, it kind of, it's like low key kind of feeling like it's being embarrassing. Like a, bro, it's, it, it's like a Rick. It's like being like a Rick and Morty fan. Yeah, you know when that shit was going on. I've just been like, oh, like trust me, it's not all of us. It's just <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. Just me the and people doing it for clout. We did, yeah, we just like whole lot of red. Yeah, I feel embarrassed to show girls whole lot of red. I mean, I've seen this video like or to you know um, bring it up in front of girls because I feel like girls will just like roll their eyes. But like, uh, there's this one video I saw where the guy was singing like Control and some girl dms just like with the voice with the baby voice and everything and it was like fucking embarrassing <laughs> dude right no you know it's funny every time i like i talk to like a lot of girls too where i'm just like i'm like oh like i like playboy cardi and they're just like oh <laughs> it's like like what like what like it's not like i'm the one out here fucking being a dick to women or fucking like <laughs> being a troll online for no reason like yeah. come on <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like I feel like his fan base and his concerts, like, like they've gotten more metal and more like metal inspired, and along with that has, has come like the you know bro like heavy like you know masculine like fucking like misogyny that comes with metal. Like, like no women in these spaces. Y'all are too small. Like Miley Cyrus fans at Lollapalooza, you're gonna get crushed. Like, <laughs> type of shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like no respect. Just like ah oh, mosh mosh. I'm with my bros. You know we're all tall. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> Fuck it. Like. Fuck it, dude. No, yeah, like, I don't know. It's just fucking weird. But, like, yeah, but, like, Rico Nasty, though, just to kind of bring back to her. Yeah, like, <laughs> my bad. <laughs> she, yeah, she's not, like, handling it well, which, you know, you can't really expect her to because it's just, like, mm-hmm. you know, getting on this hate constantly. Like, Definitely. I saw, like, I saw on Twitter, um, like, the last week, like, like she, she like, posted, like, uh, like, a series of tweets, and she's just, like, y'all win. I wish I was dead just as much as y'all do. Trust me. Uh, crazy how I wanted a tour bus my whole life, and now I just be on the tour bus crying myself to sleep every night. I dead ass need at least two hours out of each day to just cry. And like, just like seeing that and just being like, like, Rico Nasty, like, I think she's the most popular she's ever been right now. Mm-hmm. I think, like, I mean, even though, like, I wasn't the biggest fan of her, like, latest album, but like, her music's still, like, I mean, iPhone's one, one pretty... of her best songs. No, I loved iPhone. Like, it was so good. And it just, like, it's just crazy to me, just like how these people just kind of, like, flip the script on her, like, so quickly. You, you, know, you know what I mean? Like, don't even give her a chance anymore. 
Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't quite make sense. And I mean, like, if I was a tour manager, it'd be a no brainer to put Rico Nasty on tour with Cardi because again, they both they both exude feminine energy and they both exude rage energy. It's just like it makes perfect sense. It's just like Cardi is like a very Cardi is a very like transfixing kind of figure, like in the way that he dresses and the fashion and Rico Nasty is the exact same. Like I can see them both wearing nail polish, both wearing makeup, both having like, you know, different color hair, both having mesh shirts, both having you know both I mean, screaming bo- in the mic. Screaming. Like. But also they both have like sex appeal that appeals to both like girls girls and boys. Like I feel like the whole thing it's just like it it just like literally a match made in heaven, the two of those uh people. You know what I mean? It's just like and the fact that people are being assholes, I think it's just because they want to see Cardi. It's it's like, you know, uh, there's there's a, a few you know rappers nowadays or a few artists nowadays that like people have these like really rabid um, fan bases and they just like disregard everybody and just push them out of the way. Like it's it's just what it is. Like mm-hmm. you know, um, just gatekeeping. Yeah, for sure, gatekeeping <laughs> and just like yeah, like once you get through the gate, once you literally break down the gates, <laughs> you get in the fucking menu. <laughs> you're just like. You're just like fucking just throwing people around, thrashing them and shit. And it's like, I, I don't know. Like as much as I, I, I love metal and as much as I love punk culture and I think moshing should continue to stay a thing. I think people need to fucking relax like a little bit and like tone it down a little bit. Like like people, everybody wants to see the show. Everybody paid what it, what you paid. So fucking relax. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't fucking. And Rico Nasty rules also. <laughs> like, stop no, it. Yeah, seriously. Like, what the fuck did you do to y'all? Like, just... <laughs> yeah. She's not touring around the country just to get water bottles thrown in her head, bro. Fucking respect her. She's an artist. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Like, I mean, especially, like, I feel like next couple of years, like, who knows? Like, maybe she'll, like, she'll be the one fucking headlining, like, yeah, exactly. festivals or, like, even, like, a tour of just, like, her. You know, like mm-hmm. fucking calm your fucking tits, bro. Stop fucking gatekeeping. You're you're <laughs> you're literally giving like all Playboy Cardi fans a bad name out there now. I know we love Playboy Cardi over here, and you guys are fucking it up for us. <laughs> exactly, you're ruining it. Every time I tell anyone, I'm like, "Yo, I like Playboy Cardi." They're like, "Oh, really?" So you must hate women. <laughs> yeah, you must want to mosh women around. <laughs> like, you know, no, it's like, all no. I want. Oh yeah, you like pegging women with water bottles, don't you? Like, no. <laughs> you like beating up Miley Cyrus fans? Like, yeah. no, I don't. Oh, no, I don't. I don't like that. So calm your fucking tits, guys. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Oh my god. Yeah. But um. Yeah. Okay. You know what? Yeah. Now I'm filled with rage. Now I want to. I want to throw a water bottle at all these people. And <laughs> <laughs> I'm right in the fucking dome. I th- I think a good. Uh, I think Just, a good. Uh, oh, oh, <laughs> yeah. I think a good through it. <laughs> I think a good switch up to the next topic would be why isn't Playboy Cardi nominated for Grammys? Why not? Why? None. I don't understand Shut that. Shut up. I mean, like, like, <laughs> no, it really, it really is. Like, hang on, I'm gonna pull up the Grammy list right now because, yeah, like, go for, for it. The, at least for the rap, embarrassing, fucking, um, yeah. completely embarrassing. Yeah, it, it really like I, I don't know why he didn't get nominated. Like, I really cannot think of a reason why he wouldn't. I mean. Whole lot of red was, I think, like one of his like better albums that he's ever put out. Yeah, I th- honestly, the more and more I listen to it, the more I think it's like his best album because the other two are Pierre's and the producer's best albums. But I think that Whole Lot of Red is his best album as a performer, and I feel like nominating him for best rap performance on like Stop Breathing is a fucking no brainer. Like no brainer, bro. No brainer. No, seriously. Like, um, okay, let me just go over uh, what was nominated for best rap album. So. The first album is The Off Season by J. Cole. Trash. Uh, Certified Lover Boy by Trash. Drake. <laughs> King's Disease 2 by Nas. Mid. Uh, Call Me If You Get Lost, Tyler, the Creator. Great. And then Donda by Kanye West. 
um, questionable, but still great. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I agree with you on that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but like, how? Like, I don't know. I think whole lot of red could, could definitely beat out Certified Lover Boy, King's Disease, off season. Maybe not call me if you get lost, but like, I feel like we're getting kind of in the same. I think it's argument. better. But yeah, I think it belongs to. I think it deserves to compete in there at least, the very least. No, yeah, seriously. Like, if they just threw in Donda just for fucking clicks and shit, like, <laughs> yeah. why, don't, why not just throw in a whole lot of red? Yeah, yeah, I know. I don't, I don't get. I just don't understand. Like, I don't understand the logic behind it. I mean, Kanye produced a whole lot of red, so I would think, I would assume that they would be like, oh, and it was, it's so popular, and it's popular in everything. It's this is this is this is the weekend all over again, bro. I cannot stand this. Like, like it's popular on everything. Uh, they're like, oh, oh, well, it doesn't have TikTok relevance. Yes, it does. Every single song is on TikTok. Like, every single song gets popping on TikTok. Okay, it mm-hmm. doesn't have Twitter relevance. Yes, it does. It doesn't have Instagram relevance. Yes, it does. It doesn't have, you know, whatever. It doesn't have hits, like certified hits. Mm-hmm. Yes, it does. Like, yeah, enough. it does. Enough. Like, oh, my God. And it's are on a major say, label. Enough. Yeah, seriously. Are they going to say that Sky isn't, like, shouldn't be, like, uh, the best rap song out there? It's like, huge. It's a huge song. It, it was a, a huge song honestly like it was like one of my favorites i love the production used for every commercial it's so good he used for every commercial for his narcissist tour mm-hmm. like come on oh my god it, okay so speaking of the grammys um i guess we should just go to the list and see what's nominated yeah we can go and oh, uh yeah we can go top see, to bottom and see what's here but let's let's look at the the top albums of the All year right. because this is th- honestly very reflective of joe biden's presidency <laughs> just want to say uh <laughs> it feels like i had brain damage reading this but go ahead okay so for nominated is uh we are by john uh batasti uh, i haven't listened to that one have you Stephen Colbert is like band leader or some shit i'm i don't know that's like this is like black Pumas was all over again it's like okay like it's what is it rock music like blues rock music okay who the mm-hmm. fuck cares okay next one is uh love for sale by tony bennett and lady gaga no <laughs> it's covers <laughs> it's all covers bro that what are you, are you joking that's album of the year bro like what are you are you really gonna say that, that it these cover songs don't deserve to be album of the fucking year bro is this Why? 1978 what like what the fuck is this what you don't like Tony Bennett? You don't like Lady Gaga? Like why? Why are you saying that? Like you know, I gave it a C minus, like, bro. <laughs> bro, dude, I feel like if, if like Joe Biden came out with like um, top songs, you know, like how like Barack Obama did, this this would be his bread and butter. Has fucking Tony Bennett and Lady Gaga. He's just like, there's no way I can people can hate this, bro. If Joe Biden came out with the top songs of 2021, it would be like you know, um, the twist by Chubby Checker. It would be like. <laughs> <laughs> it would be like, yeah, like you don't know shower. what you're talking about, oh, Jack. Yeah. It's the best song of 2021, Jack. I listened to it this year. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I just discovered it. <laughs> yeah, it would be like "Don't Back Down" by uh, or whatever that fucking song is called by like Tom Petty. <laughs> it's like, it like old ass music. It's like, bro, this didn't come out this year. It's like, no, no, don't tell him. Don't tell him. He, think, he still thinks it's 1978. Like, uh, we we did it, Joe. <laughs> we did it. What's next? What's next? This is um, this is the anti C's uh nominee nominee list. Oh man. Uh next is uh Justice the Triple Chucks Deluxe D- by minus. Justin Bieber. D- Bro, I, I yeah, I did give that like a D minus. That shit was trash. I I mean, okay, besides Peaches, you know, like w- name one other song on this album. I I can't, but what I will say is I read your review and I edited it and I actually had to bump it up to a D 
or a D plus because you 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 were like this production is good and his singing is good. <laughs> you said that on quite a few songs. I mean, his singing is good, but just on the choruses, you, you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm true. Just like true. Like honestly, like Justin Bieber, I'm not gonna lie, he's a great singing voice. He, he sounds good on choruses. Like I really liked the uh, when he was in his purpose like stage of yeah. how like he was on rap songs and shit. Like, uh, Maria, I'm drunk. Like, he was like, I loved him on that song, even though, like, he was just like a kid. I was just like, fuck yeah. But this song, this album, bro, he, he fucking has, like, a MLK interlude <laughs> yeah. on this album. True. Like, what? Like, bro, like, you didn't, he, you just had it on there. He didn't introduce it at all. He didn't fucking explain it at all. <laughs> yeah. He, like, it has nothing to do with the album. Like, like, he, it literally goes into that and then it goes into, like, whatever song about, like, him, like, you know, like, missing a girl. And it's just like, bro, like, you can't just have, like, MLK <laughs> yeah. on here yeah. talking about racial justice and then they're just like, Oh, like, I love you. Like, I wish you were back in my life. I'm so lonely. <laughs> like, no. Yeah. yeah. No, that was definitely his, um, you ever hear, I'm not going to repeat it. I'm not going to sample it. This is, this is the South Park, you know, uh, Chinese and Japanese, you know, store owners all over again. But have you ever heard his chainsaw joke? This is why he made that album. You know, look, <laughs> oh look my at, God. If y'all haven't heard that before, look it up. Uh, look up Justin Bieber chainsaw joke, and that's the reason why he made this album. Um, and it's an apology tour for something that happened in t- like 2008. And it's like, come on, bro, what the fuck are you doing, <sighs> dude? It's I don't know. It just seemed like because when it came out, it was kind of like around. When did it come out again? Like was it like a, in March or was it during the summer? It came out. Uh, it definitely came out during the year at some point. Um, well, yeah, because we reviewed it. Um, it was it was around the time that I interviewed that uh, artist Alake uh, Schilling. Probably April, May, April, March, March. Okay, you were dead on. Yeah, like yeah, bro. Fucking stain in your memory. A <laughs> steel trap up here. Yeah, <laughs> true. Yeah, dude, it triggered me a lot. <laughs> it's a horrible album. But, yeah, but um, on to the next one. Um, this next one. Maybe. Uh, Planet Her Deluxe by Doja Cat. Okay. I I actually... I, I, may, I kind of agree with having that being nominated for, like, album of the year. Just because, like, I think Doja Cat... Like, this is the best album she's ever put out. Um, definitely, like, the best singles that she had on here. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, Kiss Me More is incredible. I really liked uh, Get It To Ya. Um, even, like, the, the intro, Woman. Like, how she uses, like, Afrobeats and shit. Like, I really... I really liked it. Even like the the weekend song too is really good. Yeah, I love that song. Um, it's a really good one. I mean, it definitely is like her being very horny in, in ways that rappers are horny, but just like a little bit more seductive and like very upfront with it. Though that's what I like the most about her music. Very mm-hmm. like, um, you know, she's definitely a disruptor of pop music in the same way that like Lil Nas X is. Like, you know, talking about nutting in dudes' faces like on the radio, like things that you haven't really heard before. Uh, you know, I think she's important in the same way that Nas X is definitely. But I think. She's a little bit more tasteful with it, and like, you know, um, um, beat wise, production wise, uh, I'm talking about not like uh, sexuality wise, but like, um, you know, I think her music is more consistently listenable, and you know, for for my taste, because I'm a 25 year old man, you know, definitely, you know, smooth, very nice, adult R&B music. I think it deserves a nomination. I didn't personally in my anti Grammy list, I didn't do that, but uh, I think she, you know, well deserved. I'd say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, plus like just the rest of these albums on here, I'm like, okay, I see why it was nominated. <clears throat> mm-hmm. um, what else we got? Yeah, next one is "Happier Than Ever" by Billie Eilish. Uh, yeah, I mean, 
I mean, uh, expected. Let's act like, yeah, let's act like she wasn't going to get nominated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. I mean, some of these things are quite like the Lady Gaga is totally like questionable, like totally like why is that nominated? But you know, Billie Eilish and I know Olivia Rodrigo was nominated too, um, and Taylor too. You know, these are all understandable nominations. This is these are all expected from the Grammys. Can't act surprised. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, what'd you think of uh, Happy Than Ever? Like, I thought it was okay. Um, <clears throat> I I liked her last album better than this one i prefer this album but i still think they're both like b minuses like it's like if i was pitchwork i would give one an 8.2 and one like an 8.3 or something like that like i i think happier than ever is a lot more like um is more mature for sure it's a little bit more boring though as a result but like i don't know but like it just seems like she doesn't have anything to prove and i like that a little bit more i like that mode Mm -hmm. a little bit more from her Mm -hmm. no yeah yeah, but I, I like you said, like I do like how it's more mature. Like I, I liked how she was able to kind of like convey like, like her life in a very good way. Like mm-hmm. just like how she was able to like you know like NDA. Um, I really like that song, and like it's just like wow, like that's the only situation that Billie Eilish could ever be in. You know what I mean? Yeah, NDA is an incredible song. Yeah, yeah the beats were good. She sounds good on it. But yeah, I don't know. I just like it. Just didn't like hit with me like i was just like okay like, yeah ne- on to the next one that's right but she deserves it you know mm-hmm. no yeah uh next one is back of my mind by her no her is just a grammy favorite that album sucks <laughs> that album is so boring <laughs> and so long yeah 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 you reviewed that one um yeah so like what anything is there anything good about it like what no there's they- a there's a couple of good songs i will say i even gave uh her a, a nominate her you know her as an h dot b dot r <laughs> i gave her a anti-grammy nomination for best r&b song because i think that the song um damage is an incredible song but it's um like an hour and 20 minutes and it's like the same fucking tones and the same you know inflections and the same beats like you know i mean again like this is just the grammys we shouldn't be too surprised obviously olivia rodrigo is going to get nommed obviously billy eilish and taylor and you know whatever but like and obviously her because every single year it's like they find a, a way to nominate her mm-hmm. so i'm not i'm not surprised by this one either but album of the year no it's not 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 even close it yeah i don't win. think it's gonna it, win. it won't it won't win either that's the thing and they know no. that too so it's kind of yeah. shameful yeah yeah i don't think it's gonna win either but like you know whatever mm-hmm. uh Next one is Montero by Lil Nas X. No. <laughs> no. What? <laughs> you didn't like Montero. These people don't grade the albums. That's the, that's the problem. That's why they nominate all this fucking fucking nonsense. Like, it's like, they're just like, oh, like, what are the kids like? Oh, you know, a whole lot of red. No, 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 no. Too, a little bit too edgy. Montero? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Nominated. Mon- Montero. I mean, I'm not going to lie. Uh, I thought that um the two singles he had on there like you know call me by your name and uh industry baby like i'm not gonna say that they're the worst songs ever heard but i'm not gonna say that they're the best songs ever heard either but like i really enjoyed them i i really i liked them a a little more than i should have a little guilty pleasure Mm -hmm. but besides that like i don't know i felt like um the production wasn't really the best like i i I felt like it kind of fell flat um yeah, I don't know. I just wish I had more to kind of say about it since it was like so big when it came out, and the marketing for it has just been insane. Which you know, I, I honestly I won't be surprised if like that was the main reason why I got nominated was because like how good he was at marketing. This oh yeah, show. I mean it's just like um, it's just like a series of alley oops. I mean it's like a he, he's a great uh, him and his team are great marketers for sure. Like you were just saying, like definitely like it was just like you know all the steps were there to get to the Grammys. Like I mean obviously 
and and VMAs and you know what have you, whatever else he was nominated for. It's it's all very obvious, like his game, his gimmick and his game, and he definitely you know grinded for his spot. But at the same time, like, who gives a fuck? I don't know. <laughs> just don't like the album. Just don't like the music. That's all it is. Like you know, he's a cool guy. I'm sure he would be cool to yeah. hang out with. Seems respect very nice. Respect uh, the craft. I, I I respect it. He's a know? bad singer. He's a bad songwriter. And you know, the 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 gimmicks and all the fireworks around him are not really you know they're 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 they're, they're on absolute max mode and they're just not they're not masking the lack of talent in my opinion. That's just how mm-hmm. I feel about Nas X. What's next? Uh, Sour by Livio Rodrigo. Obvious. Obviously, that would be yeah. Nominated. I mean, obviously, uh, I mean, you know, she had some pretty good songs uh, this year. I, I like Deja Vu. Mm-hmm. I mean, good for you. Um, I think that's one of the best songs um, of the year, uh, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, I don't know. It, it is for a demographic that, like, I <laughs> yeah, that's not us. You know, which like I I understand that. I respect that. Like, I get like what she was trying to do. But yeah, it's definitely not like like I like I never went back to it like, mm-hmm. after like I, I I was done reviewing. Yeah. Uh, the next one is Evermore by Taylor Swift. Yeah, I know that. Uh, and is Kanye after that? Yeah. Yeah, those two were added. I heard those two were added last minute. Actually, like the day before the Grammys, they decided to open up the categories and add um, two more to each of like the major categories, the big four, mm-hmm. um, expanding it from eight to ten, which I think is a good move. And I think it was two worthy, uh, you know, people, you know, obviously Taylor with Evermore switching up her style. I don't like Taylor. Everybody knows I don't like Taylor. Fine. Whatever. Kanye, you know, released an album that was kind of incomplete and had a lot of holes in it. But I respect uh, both those nominations. I think out of the list, I think those two probably deserve it the most. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I just don't like how, like, they really just threw it in at, at the end, you know, like... It- it just seems like they just knew these two fan bases are just so massive <laughs> yeah, and passionate. Yeah. yeah. I wish they were both snubs so that me and like Taylor fans and Kanye fans could finally unite over something. Yeah. I mean, honest, I low key kind of think they will get snubbed uh, just because like, you know, like, I mean, I don't even know what would win from this. Like at least what somebody from, um, the fucking Grammys would choose to win. But like, yeah, I think, I think these, these aren't going to win. I, I wish Donda would win, but it's not going to happen. You might be right. I mean, honestly, that's a good point. It's like, it's like when you're doing multiple choice questions and somebody's like quizzing you or something. Right. And they're like, Oh, like they say like the first fake answer. They're like, Oh, like, uh, you know, two plus two equals what? Three, four, you know, four is obviously the right answer. And then they're like, um, uh, six and, uh, let me think, uh, eight, like, you know, obviously six and eight aren't going to be the answers. So like, you know, I feel like uh, that's definitely what happened here. But uh, let's let's get through the rest of these nominations because uh, we're starting to creep it, creep in with time here. But uh, yeah. Um, oh wait, yeah. I, wait. One thing I wanted to say before we end before we uh, move on, uh, I want to just go through all my nominations for album of the year. And I understand. Um, I, I I'm understanding now. Looking at these nominations, uh, they're definitely geared to our younger audience. Younger audiences are the, are the ones that are going to make the money for them and and get them the views and you know um you know all that stuff. So I understand why the Grammys would desperately try and you know cram you know young people music into here but my nominations genesis wasu smiling with no teeth yep. japanese breakfast jubilee <clears throat> yep kelly uchi simiendo uh yeah fucking spanish language masterpiece uh kanye also west, got snubbed uh, yeah for album of the year um kanye west donda uh makami pray for pray for haiti mm-hmm. um, nick cave and warren ellis carnage uh mm-hmm. whole lot of red cardi um spirit of the beehive entertainment death St. Vincent Daddy's Home, which I think got snubbed. You know, some of these are just like, you know, a fanfic type shit. Like, I know, obviously, Genesis or Spirit, like, would probably not be nominated. Um, but, you know, Tyler also got snubbed, in my opinion. I think Call Me When You Get Lost deserved uh, to be nominated for Album of the Year. 
snubbed him once again. They did the exact same thing they did last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they they just put him in the fucking uh, rap category. Again. <laughs> yeah, he you, complained about that. He he made a really big statement about it right after, and they still just literally did the exact same thing. Yeah, yeah, that is fucking embarrassing. It is embarrassing because, oh man, speaking of embarrassing, I, I at least just want to go some of the song of the years. Yeah, go embarrassing. For it. Go for it. Um, the, the number one song on there is "Bad Habits, Baby" <laughs> by our boy Ed Edward Motherfucking Sheeran. <laughs> God damn, that's so crazy! That got nominated, bro. That song smells. Song like, of the year. That song smells like cologne and farts. I said it in my review, and I'll say it again. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it smells like. It smells like ba- it smells like Dracar Noir, and it smells like you know fucking Wendy's like farts. Wendy's at, the club. at four in the morning, you know. <laughs> yeah, it smells horrible. <laughs> it smells terrible. Oh, <laughs> Nothing God. good happens after two. He's right. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. Oh man, what else we got? Yeah. Um... <laughs> Uh, Beautiful Noise by was it Alicia Keys? The fuck is that um, bullshit? Oh, <laughs> I, I I I couldn't tell you the last like Alicia Keys album I've listened to. Um, oh my god! Next is uh, Driver's License by Olivia Rodrigo. I, I I kind of agree with that. I, uh, that's I think fair. That's a fair it, one. It's very fair. Um, Fight for You by her. Eh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's eh. and then Happier Than Ever by Billie Eilish. That's a great song. Yeah, I, I put that for song for. I think I put the. Did I put that for song or record of the year? I think I put that for record of the year, just because the, the production angle mm-hmm. of it. Yeah, it was it was pretty good. Uh, Kiss me more by Doja Cat featuring SZA. Sure, deserves it. Yeah. Yeah, leave the door open by Silk Sonic. Uh, okay. I mean, yeah, yeah, it deserves I, it. I, I'd about to say, how are you not going to nominate that one? Yeah, um, I, if you're the Grammys, it's kind of yeah. Yeah, and then uh, Montero, call me by your name, uh, by Lil Nas X. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, Peaches by Justin Bieber featuring Daniel Cesar and uh, Givian. Mm-hmm. Giv- and then Right on Time by Brandy Garley, which I don't know if I even fucking... It's always some rando, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Boom. Uh, mm-hmm. Is that it? Is there more? Yeah, that's all for the songs of the year. All right, Baby Keem, Kendrick Lamar, Family Ties. Come on, bro. Song of the year? Come on, bro. That's, that's honestly like that song should be like bigger than it. It should be like one of the biggest songs of the year. I I really liked it. Come on, the first Kendrick feature to come out in like what since like twenty eighteen. Yeah, yeah. I mean, come on, Family Ties is an incredible song. That's a great uh, song. And then I'm gonna just name. I'm not gonna go through all of them, but I'll name some of the more the ones that people would know. Um, Jasmine Sullivan, put it down. I think deserves yep. song of the year nomination. I think Kanye West, Come to Life, deserves a song of the year nomination. Yeah, that was really good. Um, I think Telepatia by Caliucci's, and it, mm-hmm. and that that fulfills all the categories. You know, all the stuff where they're like, "Oh, it's not popular enough." Yes, it is. Shut the fuck up. Pink Panthers just for me. Come on, bro. Come on, bro. I'll defend this song <laughs> until I fucking die. I don't give a fuck. Man, Sick. you fucking love that song. And Sharon Van Sh- Sharon Van Eden and Angel Olsen, like I used to. I think that deserves both song mm-hmm. and record of the year. But my just my yeah. opinion. Mm-hmm. No, I agree with you uh, for some of those. Not all of them, but some of them. <laughs> Just for me, it's a beautiful song. I mean, it's good. Like you I'm not gonna. We wept them just for me. I like them, but I just can't stop thinking of the Drake meme when I think of that song. Exactly. Just... <laughs> Makes it even better. Oh my god! Yeah, dude, it's weird how memes affected the Grammys this year. Yeah, I know. I, I it's it's kind of shocking that I don't know. I guess they haven't caught on to Pink Panthers yet like that but i think she deserves something mm-hmm. yeah no she definitely deserves something but like yeah i don't know maybe probably for the next album like maybe because like 
don't know. I feel like she hasn't. She's not at the stardom of like a Justin Bieber or a Lady Gaga or a Doja Cat right now. Yeah, I, that's probably like the main reason why she didn't get nominated. But like, yeah. Um, should I go over records of the year too, or uh, uh, that's a little bit redundant. What else? What else? Yeah, can we go through? it really is. <clears throat> I was looking over it, and it's uh, let's see, the best new artist. Oh, okay, best new artist. That this will be a good one for us to talk about. All right, who do they uh, got? <laughs> Her. <laughs> her two, her three. Her. Uh, Ajuf. I'm murdering her name. Um, Arju Atap. Oh, my God. I'm I haven't listened to that album, but I heard that it's good. So I will not uh, disparage her. Yeah, I mean, I heard it's good too. I haven't listened either. Um, this guy named Jimmy Allen. Who? Oh. Uh, Baby Keem. <laughs> I put him in my list too. He deserves it. Yeah. Got rid of my old girl. Thought she was mean. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, the, he's honestly, you know, I don't think he's the most talented rapper. I don't think he's, the, you know, he he comes off with some of these bars that kind of suck uh, once in a while, <laughs> uh, often. You know what I mean? But he's he tries the hard. I, I feel like I feel like he would show up. I feel like he would come on five minutes early for his show. Like that. He's like that's the kind of guy he is. I don't know. He tries really hard. Mm-hmm. I really I really respect that about him. And I know he's kind of like a legacy, like a. Uh, a shoo-in because he's you know Kendrick's cousin and all that. He's uh, an industry baby. He's kind of an in, he's kind of an industry <laughs> plant in certain ways, but he's one of the more enjoyable ones. And at the same time, you know he fucking puts in the effort and he really tries. And he put out two of the best hip hop songs of the year, hands down, that I listen to every day. Like, so mm-hmm. Baby Came Rules, he deserves it. Yeah, no, yeah. Honestly, I'm excited to see where his career is going to go. Like, I think uh, he could be the next big thing. Yeah, like, definitely really big thing. I think so. He just uh, needs one more uh, album. The next is uh, Phineas. Um, <laughs> <laughs> get the fuck out of my face i feel like Finn, hasn't finney's been around for a while he he has but not as a solo artist this year he's a solo artist and his solo mm. output is fucking garbage it's yeah, terrible really, it's not good it sucks uh, <laughs> it sucks it sh- I, I saw two of his songs on the worst albums of the year on spotify uh when i was looking those up yesterday like somebody somebody's <laughs> random playlist he sucks who's next <laughs> uh glass animals no, they're not. First of all, they're not new. Second of all, <laughs> you might disagree, but I think that album is terrible, and I think that song is terrible. <laughs> Wait, you don't like the heat waves going just me out? Like you don't like that shit, bro? That song sucks, bro. You fucking suck. I gave it an F. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's okay. Like, I'm not the biggest Glass Animals fan to defend them, but like, yeah, okay. Uh, next one is uh, Japanese Breakfast, who's not new but deserves it. I, it definitely is her breakout year. Yeah, like, I, I can never get mad at these best new artists, even when they're not new, because it's just like, all right, like, uh, you know, it is the breakout year, yes. Yeah. Japanese Breakfast deserves the nom, and I gave her one. Mm-hmm. Jubilee was great. I, I, I loved uh, when we saw her live. Like, she was great. Mm-hmm. Like, she fucking rocked the house on a Tuesday. Like, yep. it was fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, the next is uh, The Kid Leroy. Um, I guess I agree for best new artist in the way that he just blew up like incredibly like he has more streams than kendrick lamar right now like like this kid is just like he's the ruining like he, he's a Leroy. he's a little you say he was a little you said you said this kid you're about to say this kid and i said he's LeRoying. <laughs> i think there's a uh, uh an australian uh man uh who's also you know very young that also that deserves a nomination over him you know yeah I'm talking about I Keith know. Urban, of course. No. <laughs> Genesis, maybe. The, the uh, Tones and I? Yeah, I'm talking about Tones and I. <laughs> I'm talking about Mass Wolf. He deserves Best New Artist. Oh, man. And nah. the next one is um, Arlo Parks. 
yeah, she deserves it. Okay, yeah, she. I, I like Claps of Sunbeams. Um, I, I like that album. That was good. Uh, Olivia Rodrigo. I she might win. Uh, yeah, those are all appeasement nominations. That's how I feel. Japanese Breakfast and Arlo Parks and like uh, who's the other one we said? Like Baby. These are all appeasement nominations. These are all like people who they are like, all right, like, like, like Ryan. <laughs> I'm not gonna say my last name. Ryan is gonna get mad at us if we don't, you know, throw in some actually good people. So. Let's throw in Baby Keen Japanese Breakfast, and yeah. <laughs> Call yeah. it a day. And the next one is a Sweetie. Uh, nah. I mean, like, I, it, within the realm of pop, sure. <laughs> but, yeah. but what the fucking song does she make that's good? Uh, she's my best friend. <laughs> that one. Oh, yeah, that song's good. All right. Um, I don't think she deserves it, but fine. She's, a, she's like a best new, like, TMZ fixation or something, maybe. Yeah, it's like whatever. It's like she just leaves her house and then like TMZ <laughs> just finds a story somehow. Like yeah. I don't know how. Yeah, she painted her toes pink t- this week instead of blue. What does that mm-hmm. mean? What does that mean for her as a Libra or whatever? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I love the the picture of like it was like her sitting on some dude's lap and like everybody is just like that's little baby she's fucking with little baby like it's just like if you look at the pants that little baby wore in this photo it's the same pants that this guy is wearing in this photo oh my god she must be fucking little baby oh my god that feels like us with pete davidson so i can't really speak <laughs> talking about him all the damn time oh my god dude he fucking gets around more than the coronavirus like oh my god i know you stole that meme get the fuck out of here <laughs> bro I, I said that one time somewhere i don't know where <laughs> all right here let me, no, but, let me let me uh are we done with best new artists because i was just gonna run through mine and then we can move uh, on yeah run through yours i'm gonna i'll look at the next category all right um uh, you might not know who she is but alice longo gal she's been murdering uh hyper pop mm-hmm. this year one of the hardest working women in hyper pop at the moment baby keem draco the ruler genesis awasu yep. Ichiko Aoba, Japanese artist, made one of the best albums last year, uh, Windswept Aiden, and she made one of the best songs this year, um, uh, Asleep Among End Dives. Great song, made me cry multiple times. Great song. Japanese Breakfast, Olivia Rodrigo, Pink Panthers, Spelling, Spirit of the Beehive. Yeah. Pow, pow, pow. Uh, yeah, I, I agree with that. that. That's a good list. Like, especially, like... I don't know. I feel like like a lot of uh, best new artists. Like I, I just enjoyed the more independent artists than Definitely. I do like these big commercial. Like I, I think commercial music kind of took a nosedive this year during the pandemic. Sure. I mean, like yeah, all these all these uh, bedroom pop artists and all these like underground artists like rose up, fucking bubbled up out of the underground like a damn volcano, and came through mm-hmm. and gave us like what we needed while all these other people were holding their shit back. <clears throat> you know? No, seriously, holding their shit back and then like releasing it and it's being mid. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. That was what this year was, and you know everybody's like, "Oh, it's a bad year for music." No, it's not. Like, look at the underground. It's some mm. some of the best albums ever made. I mean, Spirit of the Beehives, Entertainment Death, in my opinion, one of the greatest albums of all time. Uh, like, it, it depends on how many you you know. Maybe if it's it, maybe if it's two hundred albums, no. But if it's like top six hundred of all time, it's in there. Yeah, for sure. My opinion. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, okay, let's go. So the next one, uh, the best alternative music album. All right. Um, Shore by Fleet Foxes. Okay, sure. Yeah. Shore. Next one. Uh, <laughs> sure. Shore. <laughs> uh, if I Can't Have Love, I Want Power by Halsey. Um, that's more of a pop album, but I, I mean, sure. Yeah, I was confused by that, too. I, I thought of it more of a pop album than I did an alternative one. Yeah, it's like a broke. It's kind of weird. I mean, it's a good album. Uh, it is. A, it, I think it deserves a nomination somehow. I mean, the alter- the rock and alternative categories is a fucking mess. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I think it. Sure. I mean, that's fine. Yeah. 
Next is uh, Jubilee, Japanese Breakfast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, Collapsed in Sunbeams by Arlo Parks. Yeah. Wow, nice. Um, Daddy's Home by St. Vincent. Serves it, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, okay. That, that's like the one category that we're both of us were like, okay, I see this, and I kind of agree completely. That was, that was a good one. I mean, I did Spirit of the Beehive, uh, Spirit of the Beehive, Japanese Breakfast, St. Vincent, and Sufjan Stevens. Those are my four, and you know they got two. Uh, they got two of four, and then I actually split it off into best alternative non rock album because there's there's music that like I would consider alternative. It's not pop. It's not like they don't have a category for it. So Ichiko Aoba, Lingua Ignota. Uh, Lana Del Rey and Spelling, I, I threw in there. Um, yeah, you know, Grammys Grammys always got the alternative categories right, and the, and the electronic, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. But, and then fuck everything else up. Yeah. Next one, uh, let's go for the rap ones. Uh, best rap performances. Uh, mm-hmm. Family Ties, Baby Keen featuring Kendrick Lamar. It deserves it. It definitely does. Uh, Up by Cardi B. This is best rap performance, is that what you said? Yes. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, my Life uh, by J. Cole featuring Twenty One Savage and Maury. All right. Uh, Way Too Sexy by Drake featuring Future and Young Thug. And Thought Shit by Megan Thee Stallion. Thought Shit, yeah. I actually forgot about that one. There's some, you know, there's some I forgot about and I'm going to actually like throw in there as alternatives. Uh, DJ Khaled, Lil Baby, Lil Dirk, Every Chance That I Get, Talk To Me, Draco the Ruler, Jay Perico and Rucci, Keep Killing, Navy Blue, 1941, uh, 1491, sorry, Uh, Cardi, Stop Breathing, and 21 Savage, Said and Done. They co- they totally shut Twenty One Savage except for a couple features out of the Grammys, which is insulting because Savage Mode Two is the greatest, one of the greatest hip hop albums of the t- of the twenty twenties so far. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, it totally is. Like I I yeah, it really got snubbed because like I feel like it came out and like the only people who really liked it were just like people who were just really into Twenty One Savage. At least that's what it felt like to me. Yeah, which I, it was kind of confusing because like it was fucking sick. Had yeah, fucking Morgan Freeman on there. I mean, bro, you put Morgan Freeman on the album and you don't get nominated for a Grammy. It just doesn't really add up. I don't know. No. Some of these things are so random. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Next one. Uh, best melodic rap performance. Uh, mm-hmm. Pride is the Devil by J. Cole featuring Lil Baby. Mm-hmm. Need to Know by Doja Cat. That's uh, rap? In- Need to Know? Melodic rap. Need to Know is the <laughs> one like, is that the one where she's like, I'm going to fuck all night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that one. one. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh, next one is Industry Baby by Lil Nas X featuring Jack Harlow. Okay. Uh, What's Your Name by Tyler the Creator featuring Young Boy Never Ooh, Broke Again. That got a nomination. Yes, it did. All it's right. Okay. For okay, Grammy. Grammys. Okay, Grammys. And it's going against Hurricane by Kanye West featuring okay, The Weeknd and Lil Baby. Okay, Grammys. Okay, <laughs> Grammys. I mean, I, I I almost had Hurricane in there, but I swapped it out with Pure Souls because I I gave Hurricane a Record of the Year nomination. Um, but What's Your Name? I I also. Uh, nominated uh, Gold Chains by Genesis Owasu Woman by Lil Sims Makami Au Revoir uh, mm-hmm. Pology Rap Star uh, I think you know alright fine Grammys uh, I'm gonna give you props for for, for rap uh, you know these two categories not too bad mm-hmm. uh, let's see next one is best rap song uh, Bath Salts by DMX featuring Jay-Z and Nas <laughs> that album is, is uh, R.I.P. to DMX much respect uh, no next uh, Best Friend by Sweetie featuring Doja Cat. Eh, okay. Next is uh, Family Ties uh, by Baby Keem featuring Kendrick Lamar. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jail by Kanye featuring Jay Z. Okay. And yeah, I, I mm, okay, I got mixed feelings on that song, but uh, My Life uh, by J Cole featuring Twenty One Savage. Too much J Cole. 
way too much J. Cole. It's a lot of J. Cole. Like, especially, like, I feel like J. Cole's, like, album release, like, people talked about it for a week and then never again. Literally. Literally exactly what happened. Yeah, that was, like, al- that was album of the week for sure. Yeah. Plus, like, I, I don't know about you, but, like, I feel like Jail wasn't, like, I wasn't as impressed, like, from all the other songs on Donda. So I'm surprised that this was the one that Kanye nominated or the one that they picked or something. Yeah. Hmm. Like, I don't know. I feel like there could have been a better Donda song on here. Yeah, and best rap song. Uh, I put Off the Grid. I mean, I think Off the Grid is like, I mean, Five Year Porn has literally the best feature of the whole year. So, mm-hmm. no, he seriously does. I, I would have put Off the Grid over Jail too. Like, I like honestly, I love that song. I really like to just like uh, the final version of that song with Kanye, like coming mm-hmm. at the end. Like that shit was that, that was fire. That was really good. Yeah, it's sweet. I mean, yeah, Off the Grid is a great song. Uh, Range Brothers, I have because because I, I already had Family Ties. Uh, in there before Lil Sims, Rolling Stone, Makami, Stella Ray Theory, Playboy Cardi Sky, and Tyler Crater, Lumberjack. Hmm. Interesting. What Lumberjack. else we got? Um, let's see. Oh, you know what? Um, what is yeah, because that's pretty much the big ones. Um, but the best uh, Musica or, um, Urbana album, you know, they, they do have Simonito on here. Oh, really? Oh, what is that? Latin or whatever? Yeah, it got uh, snubbed for. I mean, it got snubbed for the non like it, they did the same thing with Tyler, where it's just like, oh, like let's just give him some rap nominations and let's call it a day, rather than like, oh, like we should maybe consider, you know, Simiendo as an album of the year or something like that. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, they even put on uh, El Ultimator de Mundo by Bad Bunny too on here. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah, it's expected. I didn't, I didn't do any Latin categories because like we didn't, we don't cover too much Latin music. Yeah, um, we know. did last year, but not much this year. Yeah, I'm just not really too like the, I don't know. I'm just not too into Latin music like that. So I didn't. I, I would find it insulting for me to like uh, just hodge to, hodgepodge together like a bunch of Latin music the way that the Grammys does. So I was mm-hmm. just like, eh, you know, I'm just gonna give it a semiendo. Like I'll probably, I'll probably do an, I'll probably do an anti Grammy for Latin music and just give it a semiendo. Honestly, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, best comedy, uh, sincerely, <laughs> oh. Louis C.K. <laughs> yeah, th- this was a yeah, this was a controversial one, right? Uh, yeah, and you know, you also brushed over. Um, What's his face is Marilyn Manson's uh, Grammy nomination oh, as well. Somehow he got it through Donda. Is that what happened? Yeah, he he got it through Donda because he yeah. was on jail too, or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was him on jail, and um, yeah, I, I remember we were talking in the group chat about these two because um, I feel like a lot of news outlets were really trying to say that like what the, those two did were very like similar as in like sex crimes and shit. Yeah, I mean which, it, they're not. <laughs> They're not. I, I mean, mean, yeah. I mean, similar, sure. Yeah, similar as in yes, they did these sex crimes, but like to the extent, yeah, like it's very hard to wrap them in the same well, category. Yeah, to keep it to keep it a one hundred thousand percent. What Louis C.K. did, there was no crimes. Uh, what you know, what's his name did, just like the, at least to separate them on that level. Um, you know, there's no crime committed. There was no court case, anything of that sort. Maybe some stuff was settled out of court, whatever. But yeah, Marilyn Manson is on trial for like like several rapes several rapes like and he's probably gonna get convicted i mean it's like it's it's as as if r kelly was nominated like this year or something like it's that it's it's like that level you know um louis ck i I don't know like maybe this is a controversial thought maybe some people are gonna get angry um uh at me you know with this but like when when could he be forgiven and when could he fucking make his art like you know what the fuck Mm mm-hmm 
Well, I think the the main issue with that was that his stand up, like he talked about, I'll it. reference it. I mean, but the thing is, people wanted him to reference it too. People were like, "Oh, you know, he keeps going to the stand and he keeps going to the comedy cellar, and he's not, and he's totally not talking about the, you know, addressing it." But then he addresses it, and then it's like that's an issue too. It's like, God damn, I don't know what to like. How are you supposed to? How is he supposed to move on? I mean, that, that should happen like years ago, and it's like he he was the only person who who got me tooed that I've seen that just said it was true outright. He's just like, these stories are true. Believe these mm. women. Everybody else is like, oh, like lawyer up, like this, that, and the other thing. He's just like, no, believe them. Like, I, that was really gross what I did. Fucked up. You know, mm. I don't know. I think it's time for him to, to come back. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, at this point in his, his career, it's like, I feel like, you know, he what he did wasn't so unforgivable that he can't do comedy shows, that he can't, you know, win a Grammy or that he can't have an album out that people listen to. Um, he's an incredible comedian. He's one of the greatest comedians of all time. And I feel the same way about Dave Chappelle, too. I mean, Dave Chappelle really fucked up with what he was doing, mm-hmm. you know, with all this, the fucking statements he made and, and this and that. And but the it, more statements and the more statements. More statements and, and, going and, to his high, statements. and going to his high school and telling them they're not shit like a Chappelle show skit. <laughs> Dude, literally, like, I mean, if we were like a little sidebar and actually talk about that, that shit was, it, it, I think he's lost touch of reality and he thinks he's in the Chappelle Bro, show right now. I know. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm more like, famous than all you. <laughs> yeah, he was just like, I'm more famous than all of you guys. Like, like, fucking, was it? Somebody was just like, uh, fucking, like your comedy kills, and he's just like, N words die every day, and then he's like, wait, is the media here? Oh like, yeah, yeah. He <laughs> said, he said. I mean, I like maybe the two of us are not the best equipped to speak about it, but he was at his high school and just like saying that word, and it's like kind of, I mean. Respected, I respected him for for that. Honestly, like, I think it, I think that like honestly, this is a part of his redemption arc. Uh, he needs to stop. He needs to stop. You know, um, uh, being so inflammatory. But like, this shit was hilarious. But I'm just gonna say, this is his best. This is the comedy special I was looking for. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> he got some good, great bits off in that in that little discussion. I'd say he got a lot of bars off. <laughs> he got a lot of bars off, and and it made a lot of parents mad. And and for that, I want to say respect to Dave Chappelle. Um, but that's so crazy that he got fucking like he got dogged on by a bunch of high schoolers. They were right. They were all correct, dude. Right? Like I don't know, man. Like I like I, yes. Like everything he did was, was wrong, and him like tr- like quadrupling down. Like come on, not even the baby fucking doubled down this month many times. No, the baby kept his head down, and he's like, he's like, I just want to perform again. He's like, I'm very good at performing live, and he is. And it's just like mm-hmm. I want to perform live again. This is how, no. I mean, again, like, it's it's another it's another thing. It's just like, if, in my opinion, you know, there's no redemption for Marilyn Manson, right? No redemption for him at all. Uh, no, no redemption for uh, Bill Cosby. He should not be touring. No redemption for Harvey Weinstein. Harvey Weinstein should not be producing movies. No redemption for Jeffrey Epstein. He should not be buying planes. Uh, people like, <laughs> the, you know, the baby who said some fucked up shit. People like Dave Chappelle who said some fucked up shit. And Louis C.K. who did some fucked up shit. But if you look at these articles, they put him next to... They they constantly put this man next to people who he doesn't deserve to be next to. Um, Kevin Spacey, you know, and and Harvey Weinstein originally going back to uh, Louis C.K. and then now you you look at the Marilyn Manson thing and you read these articles and it's like a paragraph about Marilyn Manson and then you look at what Louis C.K. then it's like various sexual misconduct scandals. It's like they're not the same. Like they're just not. And I don't know. At this point, I think Louis C.K. like I think he deserves to. Be able to release his art. I don't know. I don't know what else to say mm. on this. Like he, they, he, I think he doesn't need to be redeemed. You know, people don't need to forgive him. Whatever, whatever the case may be, he didn't commit any crimes. He lost a lot of fucking money. He made a fool of himself, and now he's known as a guy who jacks off in front of people. But I think at this point, he deserves to, you know, do comedy shows and and win Grammys for albums. 
That's just my opinion. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, I agree with you, like, for the most part. Um, I mean, yeah, I, I really, like, I mean, just the, I don't know, it's just weird, because it's just sex crimes, you know, sexual misconduct. It just, like, it's just such a fucking gross thing to be, like, you know, like, to it's, do. It's a horrible look, and it's a disgusting thing that he did to women, and, and he traumatized those women, for sure. You know what I mean? Uh, and, you know, it, that that's something that you can't repair uh, all the way, ever. So I understand that, and I understand why some people would boycott him and be angry about this nomination. I understand all that. Like, I just can't, like, I can't um, emphasize enough that, like, you know, I, I've, I've never had this done to me. I'm not a woman. I can't be I can't be saying he deserves forgiveness or he deserves redemption. I can't say that. But, you know, again, what I can say is, like, you know, he's a creep. He's a weirdo. But, like, he didn't commit a crime. And it's like, that's it. That's just straight up, that's it. And, mm-hmm. you know, honestly... I will say one thing about the Grammys that I do respect. They put out a statement where they basically said anybody that was, you know, we don't look at people's past. If they committed a crime, if they did this, if they did that, we're not looking at that. We're looking at the music. And I respect that. Um, But I will say I think they should look at the music a little bit harder because some of these nominations are fucking ass. That's all I got to say. Yeah, pretty much. It's like they asked their kids, what are they listening to? Yeah. Louis <laughs> K. I, I like Louis C.K. <laughs> I like, uh, I like Justin Bieber. I like Olivia Rodrigo. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, but yeah, that is the, at least all the more, more relevant categories that the Grammys have. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Anybody out there who I offended with any of that. I hope I'm not canceling myself. <laughs> you, you fucking offended me, bro. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But, um, yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think that pretty much uh, covers this episode. Um, yeah. Um, anything you... Anything else? Um, no, I think we pretty much covered just about everything. Um, Arca just dropped uh, her first part of three of the Kick series. Uh, Arca, why did you not do this on December 3rd, bro? I have a full-time job now. I can't review this shit in real time. Uh, you're fucking my shit up, Arca. Um, but I love you, uh, dearly very much and congrats. And I can't wait to see you next week. Wow. Yeah. We are seeing her next week. That's gonna be sick in the flesh, bro. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you all for listening. Yeah. See you guys next week. See you next week. Peace. Um, Peace. Right. I'm going to pause this, this episode back. Troy, <laughs> producer, wait, hold on. We're going to bring this episode back for one. No! Second. Tro- Don't do it. Troy. No! Tro- Troy, who got nominated for producer of the year? Uh, Jack, uh, you know, Jack, uh, Jack, (laughs) Jack, what? You don't know what you're talking about, Jack. (laughs) Uh, Troy said Jack and Antonov, Troy said Jack Antonov again. Just wanted to bring it back for one second to say that goodbye.